I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. With arms high and heart wide open, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Crystal Palace lost to Everton, Sheffield United are close to the Champions League, and Pete Donaldson was right. Hi, everybody. My name is Marcus Speller. Luke Moore and Jim Campbell are in the chamber. All right. In Hello. the chamber. The mm. chamber of duties. Locked and loaded. Yeah. <laughs> the chamber of secrets. Oh, chamber no. of horrors. We're safe from the wind in here. Yes, we are. Because mm. Pete's not here. Ha, 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 ha. He got blew, he got blew away, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually got caught in that storm yesterday. Awful yeah. business. What it happened? Was, uh, nothing. It was fine. Oh, it, 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 it sound, was fine. Makes it sound like you were in a tornado. Like yeah, flying around for a bit with you know debris and cows. Yeah, span around a few times. Where were you? Cow, cow. I was just in London. I was just in uh, near Brick Lane. It was very very windy. Oh, but you had buildings around you. I so did. You weren't exposed to the elements. I couldn't have been safer because I was in Brick Lane. But you might have exposed yourself, of course. Accidentally. More on that later. Can't not speak. on Luke Moore's ex- exposure. <laughs> can't can't uh, talk about open court cases. <laughs> So I won't say anything about that. Well, there was a little bit of Premier League action on the mm. weekend, lest we forget. Not Jim. enough for your liking. Not enough for Based anybody's liking. Based on the WhatsApps liking. you were sending about how we, it's annoying that games have been called off. <laughs> yeah. It carries on at this, we're going to end up having to talk about something else. Indeed. But at least Everton gave us a display, didn't they? They did. It was actually quite a good game, Everton versus uh, Crystal Palace. And Ancelotti's army march on. Since King Carlo took charge of his first match on Boxing Day last year, Everton in the league have won five, drawn two, and lost once, which was away to Manchester City. Only Liverpool have won more points than them 
since old Ancelotti took over. Mm. And they'll be quaking, I'm sure. When when we talked about like Ancelotti being lined up for jobs, Arsenal job, Everton job, all the rest of it, mm. we were we were kind of overthinking it a wee bit, weren't we? Yeah. Is he the right fit? Just turns out he's really good. He's yeah. just good. Mm. Won the Champions League three times. He knows, <laughs> he knows what he's knows doing. What he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, another impressive stat is that their their three two win against Watford the other week was the first time since 2017 they'd won a match after going behind. And that was one of the criticisms of Marco Silva's yeah. reign, was that whenever they went behind, everyone went, oh, well, that's the end of that then. I don't yeah. know if that is that impressive. You expect Carlo Ancelotti to be able to do that. It's more a damning indictment on what's been going on there. Isn't well, it? okay, I understand your point. But the, but the fact is he's reversed that trend. Yeah, he's flip-reversed it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all we ask of Carlo. And from, yeah. and from one of the most famous eyebrows in football to another, mm. how do you feel it's gone for him? <laughs> I think it's gone very well. Yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying. I just, yeah, in a weird way, you kind of, well, I, I, I don't forget that he's there, but every time I'm reminded he's there, it brings a, yeah. a big old bit grin. of joy. He does. He's such a. I mean, he's he's um, he's Carlo Ancelotti. He's Carlo Everton. Ancelotti. Yeah, yeah. It's surprising. I know, but it's obviously it's working. And Theo Walcott said that um, he uh, he said it, um, Ancelotti said to him in training like Theo, you know, you are allowed to score. You know that, <laughs> and that like relaxed atmosphere that he brings is actually working wonders for this squad yes so well, that, it's interesting you say that Jim because in the eight games in the league that he's been there uh, Cal- Calvert-Lewin has scored six goals yes that's an impressive return it for is for any striker who'd be happy mm, with that it is he looks very sharp he looks very sharp Richarlison's got Richarlison's got three uh, Moisey Ken got his first goal well, there's yeah. only one but still he's off the mark and Walcott as you say um, he's got his first goal of the season uh, Walcott's got a goal and two assists in the Premier League this season they all come under Ancelotti well certainly one assist did one on that, yeah. in that game so, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. that's a nice cross as well beautiful Great cross but, but I forget who it was he's saying it. it might have been Jason Burt and whatever, whatever newspaper he's at over the weekend he was saying that um, all Ancelotti needs to do really is go up to players like Richarlison or mm-hmm. Walcott or whoever and say you know, when I spoke to Ronaldo, yeah. this is what we did together. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and players yeah. are going to react to that. And if uh-huh. they've got a lot of ability anyway, they just need the confidence and a bit of direction mm-hmm. and maybe to go back to basics, um, you can see why it would work. And, and to be frank, I know Crystal Palace are better away from home and they don't concede an awful lot. Everton should be winning at home to Crystal Palace with yeah. the money they've spent and the players they've got. We know that's a very demanding crowd at Goodison Park. Mm-hmm. But I think at least they, they can rally around now because you know what? We've got one of the world's finest managers here mm which is a huge part of when you invest in a club. Maybe maybe the um, the owners don't always get the management thing right, but they go after all the players and the glamour and the headlines that gets. But if you haven't got a manager that can tie them all together, mm. then um, it's not going to work. And Ancelotti can do that. It's weird, though, because I've, I've always been a bit of a fan of Marco Silva, but it's getting to the point where you think yeah. you can't keep making excuses for the geezer. You know, he's, no. he's, he's, I mean, he'll probably go some... He'll probably go to... You know, Zenit or something, and be yeah. brilliant again. Yeah. I know what you mean. And, he needs a little, yeah. maybe a break from the Premier League. I don't know. But well, the, he's definitely having that. The yeah. Premier League's decided <laughs> yeah. he's having that. The Premier League itself <laughs> is having a break, and he's yeah. not even invited to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean I, th- I think the, the criticism of Silva though is that he's actually almost a little bit robotic, mm-hmm. and uh, th- that was what made it difficult for the players to uh, keep any sort of momentum going. To feel happy under him, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, there's only that little stint at Watford where, of course, he left early where he seemed to be doing quite well. But I mean, you know, Ronald Koeman wasn't in the job that long ago, big name, but didn't manage to bring people together like we think Ancelotti But I don't be. think he, I don't think you can put Koeman in the category of Ancelotti. No. no the very few managers up. in the game that you can put in, Although, the, in the category of Ancelotti. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Although Koeman's one of those odd ones 
because of the Barcelona DNA. I wouldn't be shocked if he manages Barcelona. In oh, the I think he will, and I and think, I think he'll do a good job of it. But... I know that's not a huge tout, of course. I just uh, think he's at a different stage of his career. No, absolutely. Uh, but it's funny what you say about Ancelotti when he's talking to, um, say, Calvert Lewin. He says, you know, well, what we did with Andrei Shevchenko or whatever it may yeah. be, something like that. Of course, that that's, can be very effective. Was the other way. It doesn't. It has a detrimental effect. So I'm thinking yeah. when David Moyes said to Rio Ferdinand, yeah. "You know, well, Phil Jagielka used to do this." Yeah. yeah. Or why can't why can't you be more like Peter Schmeichel? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure what he's saying to uh, Sadibe, by the way. Well, yeah. well, what Ronaldo it's a bit used to do? Too relaxed. Is he used to he used to get dressed. <laughs> yeah. He used to get dressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and when you get dressed, you feel oh. like you're ready to play. Maybe he said that. Uh, that he was talking about some other players' superstitions, you know, like Paul Ince never used to put his shirt on until he walked out in yeah. the tunnel and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And one of the players didn't put his sock on. It's kind of like, yeah, but, but he had it ready. Yeah. Like by the time he was on the pitch. But they don't, interestingly, they don't. So the players. Did he have a little sock on? Yeah, because that's what the players do now. So I think they wear these things called true socks. Okay. Um, people listening might, might already know this, but. Um, Jim and I clearly don't. Well, they, they 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 wear the sock. They they have to like legally are mandated to wear for the part of the kit, but they cut it off at the ankle. So oh. they pull it off. It's like a legging, and then they put like a true sock on, which gives right. them better grip in their boot. I, I think am, I'm familiar. I, with I them, don't yeah. know why um, Premier League kit makers haven't like because it's big big manufacturer. I don't know why they haven't worked out that it's better to have the bottom of the sock like that, so they can do. You can buy one. them like that now, like trampoline socks. Hey. You familiar I, I with that? I don't no. know that is. If you go trampolining as an, an adult, which I obviously have done, yeah. uh, you, they they give you like special socks that have grip on them, and they're oh, brilliant. Like so I would call those slipper socks. Thing. Are you like you filling in because Pete's not here? Yeah. <laughs> this was years ago. I went trampoline. I should go actually. It's been ages. They're called slipper socks. No, they've got little little bits of sort of rubbery plastic on the bottom. Yeah, that's it. I yeah. I know them as trampoline. Okay, socks. that's fine. Footballers <laughs> might call them slipper socks. I don't but... know if footballers. I don't know if they're the same as those. But they t- is it just totes? Is it just a pair of totes? Remember them? What are they? Like, Oh, they were like those sort of slipper socks things years ago. You know ago. what? They probably are. Yeah, it's probably what... fundamentally the same thing. Yeah. What about Carl, Carl Walker would cut the back of his socks, wouldn't wouldn't he? On the, on the calf. I think it's if they're too tight for the calf muscles. Mm. I get I, a feeling that's why Jack Grealish doesn't pull his up. Like, yeah. He tries to put them on, but they just explode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just sort of feel like, I don't know, get a slightly bigger pair. I don't, do you know what I mean? It just seems a shame to waste a pair well, of when socks. I, when, I, when I did... It's um, a shame to waste yeah. a pair of socks. And I know Man City have untold millions and billions. Yeah. But I mean... You know, if you if Aww. you're not going to need use... to start a sock bank for you, Marcus. Well, I... send your socks in. I'd be delighted to get my hands it, on a it pair. Does, of it does seem Carl odd. Ripped socks. Yeah, <laughs> sweaty. It, do, it does. It does seem odd when I went and did that West Ham Ramble meets with the with the kit guy, mm. and he took took me around the whole boot room and said, "Oh, you know, look, they get the, the boots specially made. They've got boot stretches yeah, yeah. and everything. Nothing's left to chance. Yeah. Yet they can't get socks that they like. Yeah. That's what I mean. Or in yeah, some yeah. cases, even get them on. Yeah." <laughs> Yeah, Sadibe didn't. So, do you remember the kit, the kit man was? Look, I can lead you so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. not putting the socks on your feet. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you can never do that yourself. And then at the other end, you got Carlo Ancelotti going. Look, I am a relaxed guy, but you <laughs> yeah. are you Take, are testing that. You are absolutely. We can't have players running around naked. Not what happened at Newcastle. <laughs> certainly not. Yeah. Certainly not. What a goal from Bernard, though. Lovely mm. one. It's a beautiful finish. That. Side side foot hat. Yeah. Ah, oh, beautiful. It's a wonderful cross. That when that sort of whipped cross. It was controlled power. That's what I yeah. liked about it. All of it was. He didn't try and rip it. No. It was. It was. I'm going to hit this hard enough that it's going to hit the back of the net, but not so hard it's going to go miles over the bar. Yes. Yeah. But that's the thing with it. when you get a cross like that. It's so it's so inviting. It's always a shame when a cross is put in like that and it doesn't get the finish. Yeah. Mm. But that's 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 uh, that's the beauty of Theo Walcott. Yeah, Indeed. is it? He'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Um, Super Theo. Is anyone else annoyed at Jordan Pickford? 
Because yeah. I don't think Benteke deserves that goal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel... what, 34 games, is it? And it's think, like that... Oh, you, you can't hit it straight I at think, the keeper from there and it go in and that count. I think it's single... Fi- I can't remember the exact number, but single figures over the last three and a half seasons in total for his clubs. It's Benteke. mad because he had such a good scoring record for Aston Villa. And they, and they wanted him back in the transfer window. Mm. I, I saw Villa fans all over Twitter saying we'd love him back. Yeah, well, they remember the good times. Yeah. He, he, he did all right at Liverpool but it didn't quite happen for him there um, you know and that, uh, that's fair enough and then at Palace I think he started okay but he really tailed off mm. and he's and the type of striker he is you know there's been moments this season just watching him thinking he doesn't sometimes look like he lacks confidence actually the way he sort of body language yeah. is at times but other times he does and he's had there's been a few chances and he's he's been unlucky with one or two I think he had a I mean, this is it, slim pickings, but the header where the keeper pushed it onto the bar against Man City, I think it was. And so you think, oh, that would have been a great header, just want one to go in for him. Against City as well, be a big boost. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, of course, I saw I saw him, uh, that that he scored, and I was very pleased for him. And then you saw the goal, and you think, Man, but the way he celebrated was if he scores all the time. Yeah. And, I, and I thought to myself, well, maybe he's not. I, no, I think he was a bit embarrassed by the goalkeeping error. Mm. I, think he th- I think he thought exactly what Jim said he there. He did a little suff- in a, shuffle celebration. In a weird way. It was a hard one to read. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I, I, I think he's one of those players who's got a huge, huge gap between his best and his worst. Yeah, yeah. Like, when he was at Villa for that period, he looked unplayable. Yeah. Uh, I saw him in the first game of last season at Fulham. I think Fulham played Palace at home the first day. Yeah, that's he, right. He looked, I, don't even know, I don't even know if he got on the pitch. He might have got on the pitch, but in the warm-up, he was awful. Mm. He didn't even look like a professional football player. Well, this yeah. is it, isn't it? Like the, 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 the type of player he appears to be has changed so much. He seemed like such a dynamic player at Villa. Mm. Had a lot in his locker. Well, and now, he, him. Well, absolutely. And now he, he just seems like a sort of generic target man. Mm. But in some cases, not even a moving target. Mm. Well, for Palace, it's a different job, obviously. But yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know what you're saying. But, it, but he scored. Mm. Yeah. Maybe the floodgates will open. And, and Palace did a pretty decent... I don't, I don't think the floodgates will open. No, okay. uh, Just I want to abundantly trickle. clear. <laughs> uh, there might be a little trickle. Um... <laughs> You yeah. know, but this was a leak, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a leak. It was actually a leak. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. was a leak. You know, yeah, that's been plugged now, probably. Um, but Palace did a decent job, I thought, of controlling the ball. They had more possession. They, they did okay, and then, and but Everton have become kind of. They just look to me quite confident. And, but and their quality it, shine through, it, and and they have got quality, and I think that's what's been lost. Mm. And since Ancelotti's come in, yeah. and it really is all there for them if they want it. I mean, you're probably going to in a minute talk about how Sheffield United could push for Champions League. Yeah. Well, they're only three points behind Sheffield United, yeah. and they've got much better players. So, yeah. it's, I mean, if they can, then Everton yeah. can. Who's really a better manager? Wilder or Crowell? I'm not going to be drawn to that, isn't it? We don't know what's right. We yet to see. Let's assess at the end of both of their careers. But yeah, I, th- I think the, the, the Everton do look confident, as you say. They mm. look very confident to just like effectively hit on the break. Because actually, when Richarlis has scored, yeah. Palace were on top, really. Yeah. And um, they were really pushing for that fourth goal late on as well. Mm. I like that. Yeah, well, Richarlis... They're having fun. They are. Well, that's Carlo Ancelotti all over, isn't it? To relax people and say, well, we can have, have a good time, you know. But Richarlison, when he made that run, you know, the, you saw that run against uh, Watford where he charged down the, the sort of left flank, left flank was it, and then and then crossed and they scored, but but he's a it is a weapon you know they have pace I know Walcott went off early and uh, I don't know what the state of play is with that injury but hopefully it's nothing serious of course and Bernard went off as well I think that was less serious but Bernard looks like a some kind of muscle strain or something yeah isn't it? yeah but with Richardson when the way he runs and drives at defenders you know I I never really I know he can do that quite clearly he's he's proved it but I never really put him down as that too much I always think of him arriving late in the box or finishing off a move or something like that Mm. but he's really got that and and the way he took his goal I love the way he kind of he he cut inside and he hid it so early 
Mm. It's so difficult for a goalkeeper that because it, it's touch and bang. Mm. A bit like we'll come on to Sheffield United in a sec with Lundstrom, but the, the way it, most players would have touched, waited a second, and then gone. Mm. And I think with that finish, it probably would have been a goal mm. because he stuck it right in the corner. But that touch, he's, yeah. he's hit it before the keeper's even even got his feet Fair, sorted. Shows a lot of um, dexterity with his feet it does. to even be able to do it. Yeah, it, was a, it was a superb goal, you know. And, yeah. it, and it great for Calvert-Lewin to, uh, to, to get one at the end. Yeah. yeah. He's in, I mean, he's, I think he's got to consider himself very lucky if he's not included in um, the score for the warm-ups. Unlucky. Join England me. for Calvert-Lewin. There's no one else fit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah what about Richard right, Arlison? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Richard Arlison could. If we get him a sort of moustache and a monocle and like a bowler hat. Yeah. yeah. Hello, hello yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Here's my bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> that could happen. Yeah. It could happen. Uh, let's move on then to Sheffield United. Bournemouth, the Blades are fifth on 39 points, two above Spurs in sixth and two behind Chelsea in fourth. I mean... They're dreaming, aren't they? What a season well, they're having. A few weeks ago, when, when we got to the, um, we got just past the halfway stage in the, the Premier League, and, mm. and we we ruminated on this very show that yeah. we 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 wondered how Sheffield United would get on in the second half of the season because they play quite interesting top football, yep. mm. uh, and they obviously don't use a huge amount of players, mm. and they and they work their socks off and all the rest of it, and you wonder if it will catch up with them. And really, so far, we are six, or they're, they're, actually, they're seven games. They've played an extra game, haven't they? Then, then, um, That's right. Then a the, few the of the around there. Because yeah. of the winter break. It hasn't really happened. No. I mean, they still won three of their last five yeah. and drawn one of their last five. There's so a touch of, they've only lost one. And bear with me. There's a touch of uh, Leicester City's title winning season with this. In oh, that. In that. No. There, here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, Let's do it. They're one point away from 40 points. And they're 34 points off the top. Well, <laughs> I mean, n- name on the trophy. Uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's interesting because you say that I, because Leicester City were on the verge of the title. Oh, that was a while ago. It was. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not talking about, t- as, in, as in the spirit of it, that yeah. Leicester City, when they won the title, of course, everyone's thinking, wow, what an amazing season. They are punching way above their weight. Mm. Uh, but of course, when will the, sort of the wheels come off? And then they had maybe one or two results you thought, oh, that wasn't perfect. Oh, there you go. And Sheffield United is a little bit similar to that in in that if Sheffield United finish, I mean, dare I even suggest fourth, but if they finished fifth, even sixth, you could argue, but, but let's keep it with the European places. I'm not saying it's it's um, of, of great as an achievement. Of course not. But it's been absolutely phenomenal. And as you say, Luke, it's kind of like, well, when, when are they going to calm down? When are they going to mm. just drift mm. into mid-table? When are they just going to finish 11th or 12th? Well, I and, think part- and even if they did, that'd still be a good yeah. season. But, but, but when's that going to happen? You think, no, it's not happening. They are still yeah. I don't, I don't think, I, I mean, at the risk of sounding controversial, if they finish 12th, I don't yeah. think that is a good season from based on what's no. come first. Well, okay. At the start oh, of the season, right. they're Depending taking on, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. But you can't, you can't see everything through that lens. All right, fair People enough. People keep saying, oh, well, they were favourites to be relegated this season. Fine, mm. I accept that. They've done brilliantly. But if I think they'll be disappointed. Well, as as we said, if Liverpool won the title on the last day of the season, yeah. it would be a bad season. It'd be mental. <laughs> yeah, but that's the reason that's I think good the reason it's been going for them. And and I think based on Chris Wilder's comments, I think he would agree. Yeah. I mean, Chris Wilder, every single game. I mean, after this game against Bournemouth, he said, you know, there are no comfortable players in this dressing he's room. Not, They're all so he's hungry. Not messing around. Chris but, he, but it's right though. Yeah. He, the work they go through. We talked about this before. The work they go through is their reward. They love mm. to do it. They love to play. They know their jobs, and they and they don't stop working to the final uh, to the final whistle. And even when they went a goal down against Bournemouth, mm. they still were able to turn it around. I mean, and Lundstrom coming in and and, and scoring a win because he. I mean, I think I'm right in saying he lost his 
place to Sander Burge, who's mm. there, you know, this big player that's come yeah. in, who's still finding his feet, gave the ball away for the first goal. Yeah. But Lundstrom comes in and still has an impact. We're talking of finding your feet. I mean, as I said, with Richarlison. Yeah. Touch and bang, you know. The, that was really quick. It was beautiful. Yeah. And and, and I think um, Roundstead's a good keeper. He is. And and um, he had no chance with that. He can only do so much, Bournemouth. Yeah. I mean, Eddie Howe's face at the end. Howes, just want to hug him. You can you can really see the concern on his face, and they yeah. have done for a month or two now. And we talked about it a bit. And it's it was a shame for Bournemouth because actually, you know, it's a point, obviously... Would have been okay going to a very, very tough place where not many people have got stuff. But Billy Sharp, it's lovely to see him score yes. again. Um, you know, at the age of 34, touch of the Glenn Murrays and that. It took yeah. him a while to get to the Premier League and then scored on the opening day against Bournemouth. Haven't, hasn't scored since. Yeah. Should have scored against Millwall. Absolute come, actually. He was folk really, hero there as well. Indeed. I mean, his scoring record for them is is, is pretty damn good. So uh, it was it was lovely to, to see him in there. But... I'd like to uh, I'd like to turn our attention to to Henderson in goal. Dean Henderson, who made a great save from Ryan Fraser as well. Mm. Ryan of... Fraser, as Owen Hargreaves insisted on calling him the whole way through the game. Did he? Yeah. Fraser, Fraser, yeah. and he, he seemed Enjoyable. to say it, it was on the ball a lot, so he was saying it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is, is his co-commentator not just nudging him in the knee? Like, oh, right. No eye in there, Owen. Did he call Dean Henderson Harry Henderson? He might as well have. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I'm all for that, Jim. Generally speaking, uh, but but Henderson. Will Gareth Southgate start to bring him into the England side now? Well, you, or after the Euros? Because we've talked about Pickford there. Who did, by the way, we should say Pickford made a really good save against Benteke. Yeah. But but he's he's looking a bit more erratic these days, Pickford. But he he is one of those rare breed of players, for my money, certainly up until now, who seems to play better for the national team than the, the club team. It wouldn't be James, difficult, James it? McFadden fans know what I'm talking about. It wouldn't be here. difficult. No. No. <laughs> I mean, bloody hell. <laughs> Give me a give me a run out at Everton, and if I could come off the back pitch after me playing for them at thirty nine, and say, by the way, I am much better at international level, I would be laughed out of town. <laughs> yeah, so well, Jordan's got to be careful. It's not a claim of Pickford; it's a claim of mine. Okay, so yeah, you yeah. Know. But no. to be fair to Pickford, he has got experience under his belt playing for England. Yeah, and so, he's done well for them. So, 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 what do we think? Because Henderson, there's big talk about Henderson. He came on a lot of people's radars, if you like, with that mistake against Liverpool. Yeah, that Chris Wilder spoke. Well, about. the thing is, he plays better for the national sides traditionally. It does. He looks yeah. through the age group. Yeah. Well, no, don't worry about that. Well, if he does, Jim, then he's earned his stripes. You could argue, but Henderson, there's 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 often uh, a few things that have consistently been said about him that he's quite cocky. That right. people say he's, he's, he's who Henderson. Yeah, that, don't that, mind that. that. That seems to be uh, one of the things. But I think goalkeepers often it's a good thing for a keeper. I think. Yeah, if you, yeah, we've seen this before. Um, his quality that like he people talk about him a future Manchester United goalkeeper. Although at the moment it's unlikely he's going to break in there. Um, uh, and the third thing is he's a future England goalkeeper that, that people yeah. talk about, but he's still only, what, 22, something like that. Yeah. So uh, it's an interesting one for Southgate, indeed. isn't it? We'll, we'll see in terms of who he selects in the next uh, in, in the next round of games, mm-hmm. um, because this is effectively his last roll of that dice, isn't he? Mm. But I am concerned about Pickford's form, because you can see just one of those dropped testicles costing England at a <laughs> tournament, and he's certainly got it in him at the moment. Yeah. He, he's, he just doesn't look focused. Mm, I know like what you the, mean. the Newcastle game is great result. But I think as well. But maybe that's it. It's the focus because maybe England, just because of the environment, I don't know. Maybe maybe he does feel more focused there. I, it's it's a strange one. It's uh, he needs it's, to sort himself out. He does. It's, I mean, his save percentage this season is woeful. So what do you think of Henderson then? Because he's been impressive this season. Henderson's is up. Henderson's got only Allison as a better save percentage than him. Wow. Yes. So there's no question that Henderson's a brilliant save saver of shots. He's mm. a great shot, but. 
I think it's late on to start bringing Henderson in and, mm. and giving him a chance. But it was ahead fairly of this late on that he brought Pickford in before the World Cup. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that would um, translate in this example as well, because a big part of why Pickford is in there for England is his distribution, isn't it? Mm. So you got to mix that up as well, which is quite a big part of the game to change at short notice. So, mm. so Pickford Pickford made his debut in August of the year before the World mm. Cup. So he had almost a year around okay. the squad to get his head around the idea yeah. of playing and going. And it was he, and he was he was vying at the time. Well, that seems quite mental now. He was vying at the time with Jack Button, and he yep. was going to pick, and he was at the end up picking Pickford for for the different reasons. We, was that we, friendly away to the Netherlands where he cemented his place? I think England won one nil. Yeah, that was, was that when that Danny Drinkwater played as well. No, that was a home game when England lost two one. That's right. I think Jesse Lingard might have scored away in the Netherlands. Oh, how times change, oh, yeah. indeed. <laughs> so, so I, th- I think I think for me the standout England goalkeeper at the moment is Nick Pope. In terms oh, of his, yeah. in terms of is it the fact that he's got a bit of added experience at international mm. level, which would make me personally feel <clears> a little <throat> bit more comfortable. Mm. I think there's, there's no argument to say Henderson shouldn't be in the squad. Uh, he's he's been absolutely outstanding. He's been a key part of why Sheffield United have done well. Um, like I say, Allison's the only player in terms of save percentage um, higher than him, but Kepper's the only black goalkeeper in terms of save percentage below Pickford. So yeah. you've got you've got a, you've got to argue that, that, that really that, that Pickford's dropped off in, in a big way. And also the thing about Jordan Pickford is, I just don't trust him. Yeah. I just don't mm. trust him to be level-headed enough and even-handed enough to to do that job consistently he is he's unquestionably better at England than he is at Everton but that kind of sounds good when you're playing well for Everton but when you're playing like shit it sounds terrible yeah. so does a footballer the, you don't trust a man who has written on his boots get the rave no has he still got that on there but, uh, maybe he needs to get it back I mean the thing is over Christmas he's downing pints at the darts mm. you know call me a bluff old traditionalist oh come on but I don't want come that happening for my kid. No, no 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 I don't want it what's Henderson doing I don't know I don't want to know Hosting the Oscars, probably. No, he's not doing that. <laughs> no one's doing that. <laughs> no. So I, I think that um, you, I mean, the three goalkeepers have got to be Pope, Pickford, and Henderson. Yeah. Well, I think is was... that because Heaton's injured? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, Fill in your own narrative, mate. It's yeah. up to you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I would be very surprised if if it wasn't Jordan Pickford starting for England in the Euros now. It's just so late on, and it's, it it would be very unlike Southgate, wouldn't it, to to make such a big change with very little prep. All right. All right, Jimbo. We'll see, won't we? I mean, statistics, if you're just talking about saves, which I know we're not, it's a lot about... Well, we are talking about goalkeepers, so it's fairly relevant. Yeah, it is, but I, I mean, it, goalkeepers now are a huge part of how teams want to play as well. Mm. So there's different there's different aspects to take into account. But if we're just talking about saves, then Foster, mm. Heaton is obviously injured. Well, Foster's, yeah, he's all doing um, Pope, McCarthy, Ramsdale, um, and of course Henderson all have better better rates of goal, saves. Than, the goalkeeping than, than, situation for England is fairly healthy, you'd say. Yeah, but I mean... Got, fairly. He's got, I said fairly. He's got a tough decision to make, but it might, you yeah. could argue it's a nice decision. You, the worst thing you could happen is it just pick when there's no one else. Yeah. You know. Which has felt like yeah. that for maybe... With Joe Hart. <laughs> Joey Hart. It did, didn't it? It's Spare a thought. Like Hart or no one. He's not even got a mention. Spare a thought, not even got a mention. Crying out loud. But anyway, all the way back to the Premier League. Yeah, Bournemouth 16, just two points above the drop zone. The phrase is key for them. He's, he's playing his way back in. Mm-hmm. He looked brilliant. He, I mean, Howe will probably be relying on Fraser more than he would like mm. to to hopefully keep him in that division because he looks like, at the moment, their standout player. And it's good that Wilson got another goal, although it didn't actually mean anything. I don't you know, mean he, it was a good finish. He, he popped up there and yeah. did what he does, and that's encouraging for them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fraser said that he'd had his head turned and he hadn't been focused. So um, I suppose a lot like Owen Hargreaves, he'd been putting the eye in Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Marco Silva went, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
what are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, yes, of course. So the they've, other... got, they've got tough games though, Bournemouth. The next three are away at Burnley. The problem yeah. is, the way they're playing at the moment, every game for them is tough. You yeah. know what I mean? No, but these are literally tough. <laughs> away at Burnley, oh. a home to Chelsea and away to Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. They're not ideal, are they? No. 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 Not getting nine points out of them, are no. they? Um, the, and of course, there's another game that uh, affected the bottom uh, section of the table. Brighton won all at home to Watford. Watford conceding a late own goal from Mariapa, which oh, is yeah. gutting for them. It's one of those funny ones, wasn't it? Like where it's well, in see it, it so was many totally shit. In yeah. It was absolutely awful, and it yeah. was really fast. Um, <laughs> but you know, one of those crosses that is just hit into the into the box, regardless yeah. of whether anyone's there or not, just in case that happens. And, I and can't, very occasionally, this does happen. And I can't even <clears throat> begin to think what he was trying to do. I know, and there was no one. Ah, oh, dearie me! But I mean, Brighton perhaps deserved it though. Be more the more dangerous side. But Decore put Watford one up, beautiful goal. And I, th- I thought Watford have mm. players like that that can conjure up moments like that, unlike maybe one or two of the other teams down there. Yeah. And so. Watford fans take a little bit of heart from that because they do have Delafoe, who does look like the best player in the world, one in every eight games, and Decore's there. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm shocked that Decore's not playing at a high level. I've said it before. I mm. think he, he, so he can he. play a much better team. Mm. Yeah, there was, I mean, there, there was a lot of talk of him going to PSG, wasn't there? From his um, mouth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is it, though, isn't it? Mm. I'd quite like PSG. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, you're staying at Watford. Can I just can we finish the, the, the first half here by saying that, that Nigel Pearson came across less threatening on match of the day. So he, he does go geography teacher, doesn't he, with his yeah. glasses yeah. and his, his chile sometimes. Yeah, although I think they were really desperately trying to stitch up Clinton Morrison. And he was saying he's scared of you and you're the only guy in football that, he, that he's scared of. Mm. No, Morrison admitted that. He did, but it was they really put him on the spot, though, didn't they? So, do you hear what Morrison was saying about you earlier? Uh, ah, see. I was scared it... of him now, Clinton. Right. Has anyone checked on Morrison, by the way? No, I've <laughs> seen him since. <laughs> okay. right. Nigel Pearson, is, he could be the kind of geography teacher that'll throw a board rubber at your head, though. Yeah. At any point. Yeah, the, yeah, the type of geography teacher <clears throat> you suspect has also served. <laughs> served time, yeah. They've been in the military, but yeah, I, I thought works, military, really. actually. Yeah. Um, but often it's a choice of one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, if if he had a big globe, then he would he would get up and just head it and go. That's you know, that's job little exactly. teardrops painted on there on it, like various places on it. What does that mean, sir? Don't ask about that. Yeah, if you don't want to know the answer, don't. Why ask are you the paint question. it on the globe in the classroom then? <laughs> paint it on your own globe at home, <laughs> then you won't have to navigate these tricky questions. Is what I'd be thinking. He's got nothing to hide, <laughs> apart from a lot of things. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a quick break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Welcome back to the Football Ramble, Football Ramble Daily, everybody. And now it's time for emails with Jimmy C. Yeah, it is. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go. Nigel Pearson. Sorry, I get confused because I think it's the Betway update first. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not really one to um, criticise you for yeah. getting as a jingle look. So. Yeah. <laughs> Who had Pearson down for first scorer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no one. You'll find Nobody. out more about that in a minute. Uh-huh. Indeed. So, uh, guess who's back, everyone? Oh, fuck Jim. Me. Yeah, I'm, I, just say there's no emails this week. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd get to the point. Is this Damien again? Yeah, of course I'd it is. I'd get to the point where, Damien, I'd rather do a shorter show <laughs> yeah. than have you a part of it. He's, he's signing off, to be fair to him. So let's, let's hear oh, good. him out one okay. last time and hope oh. that he can get the help he needs. We've heard that before. After that. So, ahoy, Ramblers. Provided my emails don't automatically go into the spam folder, this will be my last instalment of me trying to share my radical improvements to the FA Cup. Still call him improvements. Yeah, still call him that. <laughs> Let's forego the formalities and lay out why the cup is shit, crap, and needs a teardown. Also, I'm a West Brom fan. Maybe that explains it. Um, the reason I think the total prize money should be divided amongst lower league clubs instead of money for replays is because the FA is a non-profit organisation, so it makes sense to help the financial situation of lower league clubs rather than just give the money to clubs that just don't need the relative pocket change. I mean, make of that what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Wigan got relegated because they dared to dream and as a result have been yo-yoing between the Championship and the, uh, the Premier League. They, well, they haven't yo-yoed, have they? Oh, well, he says league. They've been all over the shop. Uh, this would not have happened if they did get points for winning the competition. Instead, they serve as an example for other lower league Premier League teams of uh, other lower Premier League teams of what could happen for being ambitious, and that is better to drift in mid-table obscurity. Or maybe you crashly think Wigan deserved to go down because the FA Cup was worth it. While the Cup and League are two completely separate entities, there's no doubting a successful Cup campaign can fuck up a League campaign. So it makes sense for the League and Cup to synergize. It absolutely I mean, does. How many? Not. How I many, think. I think they. Got got relegated because they didn't get enough points in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's completely why. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. That, that's your opinion, Luke. Yeah. yeah. It's not seeped in fact or logic. No. That's just your opinion. Also, the FA Cup for the top level teams, third round, fourth round, fifth round, yeah. sixth round, yeah. it's only seven games. Mm. So, I mean, I don't understand. It's not a Europa League campaign. It's no. a hell of a lot of points though, isn't it? You could win the league without winning the league because you won the cup. <laughs> also, which his, point, would... his, his point about a cup derailing a sign, I mean, it didn't, seem to deter Manchester City last season did it how yeah. many teams have won a double yeah. Yeah. yeah going whether you go down or not is on you isn't it <laughs> yeah it's not really on the FA Cup yeah. for not giving you points also this is might be my favourite bit also the British public will always flock to Wembley no matter what event is taking place be it a cup final, wrestling, or a Lost Profits concert. Every Wembley Dang event is special. Yeah. Oh, Every Wembley event is special. That's why it makes sense for getting points, for getting there in the latter stages of the competition. Let's not forget that Brighton versus Man City at last season's semi-final was a complete non-event for everyone. So, w- which is it then? Is it... <laughs> Antonio Conte got fired for winning the FA Cup, proving how little it meant to the Chelsea he ne- board. He never got fired he, no. for winning the, yeah, the FA Cup. Sit down. You know what yeah. you've done. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Like, are you still wearing your medal? Yeah, yeah. Where it's are a the, piss take. We were where, worried, are they, we're, where are the points? Yeah. <laughs> we were worried we were going to get relegated because <laughs> of this cup run. Antonio Conte got five for winning the FA Cup, proving how little it means to the Chelsea board. Klopp couldn't be bothered fielding any sort of senior players and attending a replay match, proving that even if the fans love the cup, the clubs give somewhere... 
Jim, just the, stop. Yeah. Just finish the The clubs email. give somewhere between the ra- zero range of fucks about it. Finally, to get Luke Moore on side, I contend that we renamed <laughs> the luck. FA Cup to the Portsmouth team of 2008 FA no, Cup winning team, off. Memorial Cup, and every game is played at Fratton Park yeah. and Wembley, and Harry Redknapp is in permanent attendance. Damien, know your <laughs> audience. You <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever gone to like the actual technological trouble of literally banning a listener? <laughs> is that is that possible? Yeah, I don't know. Can, you, got, let, can you get into there somehow to yeah, do that? So and I'll stop him even accessing take it up with him. Yeah, he's, he's, he said he's signed off. Stay signed off. Well, we'll see about that. But wasn't he piping name. up on Twitter during the week, Jim? He was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he he made a little he made a little Simpsons meme of us. Um, oh, that right. was that was that was quite funny actually. Yeah. Yes, there well, you go. Do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> Was it though? Because it was based around the idea of us being um, sort of out of touch uh, old people because we think you shouldn't have points in the FA Cup. Right. Yeah, whatever. I, I mean, mean I'm, I'm I wasn't gonna, laughing with him. I'm right. going to do more fuel to his fire because I, I saw the meme and I didn't understand it. So. <laughs> 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 All right, shall I give you a quick Betway Ford score update? I it's a big one. Game one was Jim Brighton v Watford. He went for Gerard Delafeo, which is a no. Yeah. I had Sander Burge in Sheffield United v Bournemouth. He did gift Bournemouth one. So yeah. that kind of, is that half a point? No. Should be, okay, it's not. Mm. Uh, Man City v West Ham. They'd rather call that game off than let Marcus have a bit of glory. <laughs> and that shows you how petty-minded they are. Yeah. But, oh my goodness. Nottingham Forest v Leeds. Uh-huh. The great man himself. Well, Pete actually didn't name him, did he? He didn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Amiomen, it's a lovely one. I mean, the keeper should have done better at his near post. But yeah. It's a lovely goal. Oh, and goodness. it's great to see the tall, rangy, happy Sammy Amiobi. Yeah. Brilliant. Getting on the score sheet. That's Pete's first correct run of the season. Yep. And what a way to do it. I mean, yes. Um, yeah. Do check back in on Friday for Betway's 4 to score, where we pick the first goal mm. scorer of the four selected games for a chance to win um, up to £100,000. Well done, Pete. PTD. Decore was, was the other one I was thinking about this week. So I'm thinking I might change my tactics this week and pick the second one that comes to mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See. See if that's Wait. how you predict the future. But you've been doing traditionally you've done the best out of all of us, I think. Yeah, it's been a while though. Has it? Put, put him yeah. on wolves. Okay. I, I don't get the choose. <laughs> are, they, are they playing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim predicted a nil nil, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, you got a nil nil Newcastle of a no goal scorer. Yeah. You can do a no no goal scorer if you want. You can do it. You can do it. All right, uh, Manchester City versus West Ham. What a game. Jim. Yeah, Bit of a result for West Ham, laugh out loud. Yeah, 5-0. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe West Ham did that? It's yeah, unbelievable. I absolutely. Absolute I mean, whirlwind, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, God. Carlos Sanchez plays three games, starts, gets sent off after two minutes. Not what you need, is it? <laughs> which, which was your favourite goal that West Ham scored, Jim? <laughs> it was Felipe Anderson's one off his arse. Yeah, okay. Uh, from that corner. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, Man City, they... Uh, <laughs> Bernardo Silva said that he feels that Man City um, got to a point about a month ago where they gave up on the title, which <laughs> he says contributed to the even bigger gap at the top. And he said, in the important moments, we've not been as lucky as in past seasons. We always concede in the last minute. I'm not sure that's but, true. But the way you're framing this yeah. is like he's called up the Premier League and gone, yeah. we've given up on the title, so do you want? I mean... <laughs> Just hand it to him. It sounds more to me mm. like Marcus has just seen him down the local over at <laughs> Bailey's. He's like he said to me the other night. No, but but I mean that's why the game's been called off. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> we've given up on the title. Uh, you know, West Ham. Last thing West Ham yeah. was another beating. Yeah, so yeah. do we have to play yeah, it? Yeah, they need the points. Every, this suits everybody. Give them a three 0 It's meant to be a winter break. Yeah, so sod off. 
Yeah. But yeah, so he, he was saying that. Whereas, whereas Pep Guardiola said that uh, he he believes that you know the team is as good as it's been and so on. But Guardiola was also talking about in the summer. You know, we need to change things and blah blah blah. Some people think he's he's going to be off in in the summer. Now clearly he's not going to say, well, I don't know what we're going to do in the summer because I might not be here. Mm. But but he but he he usually doesn't do. The, you know, a bit of Jose Mourinho where he sort of alludes to one thing. You don't yeah. quite know what he's thinking. He's a bit more, I suppose, I was going to say straight down the line, but I don't think but you can say that. Should Guardiola, should Guardiola be able to get away with saying that he thinks his team's as good as it's ever been? Because that is well, absolute nonsense. No, he, I think he, he, he felt that... that um, sorry, I may have... He, Are you he, misquoting the great man? I've not misquoted him, but, but he's... Are you misquoting the intense peanut? He is an intense peanut, isn't he? <laughs> he is, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit salty. Yeah, very salty. Very yeah. salty. <laughs> Sometimes very dry roasted as well. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason they're not as good as they've ever been is because two seasons ago at this point in the season, they had 68 points, and yeah. now they've got 51. Yeah. I think the point it's is... a 17-point drop-off in two years. But I think the point he's making is it's still a very good team, and it's just one of those ones where Liverpool yeah. have been so good. It's they PR just... fluff almost, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. keeping the, that positive ball in the air, which is something that... But also, I mean, I know that the, the West Ham... The Man City game, sorry, was going to be was scheduled to be later in the day. Hmm. But the Sheffield United game continued. Do you think it's because Chris Wilder went, I'm not I'm not even entertaining the no. idea of you calling this off. Yeah, wind can't punch you. If you want to call this off, you're going to have to come through me. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the wind is lacerating players. Yeah, it's not <laughs> We're going ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I should say so. Uh, one headline last week read Manchester City ready to admit defeat in ambitious attempt to sign Lionel Messi. It was never going to oh happen. Oh my god! Did it you hear? A... Did you hear? Sorry, Marcus. Did you hear Danny Mills? No. Oh, did leave, leave it there. Did you hear that? Five words <laughs> that will strike horror into the heart of every listener. Yeah. Did you hear Danny Mills? <laughs> Go on. Far have away. a guess what you have a guess what what you think right. Danny Mills would have said yeah. about Lionel Messi to Man City. I guarantee you, you can't get it worse no, than he said it. No better than they've already got. Jim, um, a version of but could he cut it on a wet, windy night in Stoke on a Tuesday? Basically, he wouldn't get in their team. <laughs> <laughs> Where does he fit in? Who do you drop for him? He won't get in their team. Did he say that? Yeah, and he said you have to build the team around him, and it's not worth yeah. it. Damien Cunningham sitting around going, <laughs> yeah. what's wrong with that? Bang on, bang yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, it's important to mention, Damien, if you're annoyed that uh, Danny Mills didn't email in with that. Hang on, what's Damien's surname? It's not an anagram for Danny Mills, is it? It's <laughs> <laughs> a right old stitcher. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't he get... He wouldn't get in the team. I mean... What? Oh I don't know a God. side in history No. in which... He wouldn't get in. No, the I mean, team. What, what is he doing saying that? Surely there are two options here, which is that he actually just thinks that, in which case off. he should never be employed just... as a pundit ever again because he clearly doesn't understand the game, even having played it, or he's saying it to sort of generate this exact response. And in which case, what's the point of that? Mm. It's just not. I mean, Danny Mills played at the World Cup for England under Sven Goran Eriksson. So you, his, by rights, his, you should love him. His footballing education should be should be of a mm. higher standard than that. Well, it should be. I mean, um, there's a lot of different things you can. Learn I get, I get the, I, I get the point. If, if he thought, you know, Messi, he's what is he, thirty-one, thirty-two now, thirty-two, yeah, it, an awful lot of money. You know, he sort of went down that road. Yeah. Then again, I would sort of think, all right, okay. this is you, just you like... turn into Louis Armstrong. That's, that's <laughs> weird. Where's that coming from? And I think to myself. <laughs> He'd not get in the side. <laughs> Do you want to hear Danny Mills on it? I yes, can play please. if you want. So much. All right, here we go. Messi in the Premier League. What, what are we saying, Danny? He's the only, I think Manchester City is the only club that he could go to because the, the way that they play, 
relationship. Just enjoy it. Are you misquoting the great Danny Mills? Pep understands him uh, more than probably more than anybody. Mm. Um, obviously, with his days at Barcelona, but it's the style of play yeah. that you know Messi has to fit into. And mm. you know, you think in Manchester United, yeah. you know, there's been talk of that. I don't uh, see him going there. No. He wouldn't know what to do, would he? City's a better place, <laughs> yeah. but I think and he could course, come to re- the Premier League. Reuniting with Pep, the rigours of the Premier League, is that somewhere you would want to go in the twilight years of your career? Well, what's Messi, 32 now? Ibrahimovic yeah. yeah. so, uh, he's, he's, he's sensational, we know that. But is it, he is, is just, you Wait, just wait. You have to build the whole team around mm. him. It could only be City. He'd need so much protection as well, wouldn't he? Yeah. And, and he needs legs around him, you know, and other players. And, and you do, you, know, you certainly players. think, well, actually... If you, <laughs> Where would you play him at City as well? No idea. Centre back. But instead of who? But we were talking about instead of who? I mean, instead of who? God. (laughs) So I hope I haven't misquoted the great man. He's saying effectively he won't get the team. Who are you playing him instead of? We know he's sensational. Has he got the legs? Yeah. Has he got the legs, Danny? Have you seen him? Would he would he fit into this City team? I don't know. He and Guardiola might strike up some sort of understanding. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. In the twilight of his career, I mean, Zlatan Ibrahimovic came. Yeah. when he was, what, 36, 37? Yeah. Back in Serie A now, scoring goals in the Milan derby. Yeah. I I 24 out. hours is a long time to fill on the radio, isn't it? So I don't, th- I don't think Danny's doing it on purpose. I just mm. think he's just, he just looks, thinks about things a slightly different way, that's all. Yeah. yeah. All right. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the championship then, shall we? Would Messi get into Leeds' team at the moment? Uh, I don't think he'd want to. <laughs> Forrest beat Leeds 2-0. Of course, Sammy Abbey, Sammy Amiobi. Uh, scored the first goal. Leeds are really threatening to bugger it up again, oh, aren't mate. they? It's really... I'm I'm worried for them. They've lost four out of their last five. Two points separate fifth place, um, who, who's that's currently occupied by Brentford, and, and Leeds in second place. So, so just, uh, just two points between fifth and second. Forrest are fourth on 54 points. And Leeds play Brentford away tomorrow night. Yes. And that's not Huge. an easy place to go. Huge game. Huge mm. game. West, it's all happening in West London, of course. Fulham... Uh, beat Blackburn 1-0. That was in Blackburn, not West London. Metro again. Fulham are level with Leeds on 55 points and Leeds had a healthy lead on Fulham for a while. Yeah. Fulham have, have pegged you, them back. Have you read that stat? I think I hope, hopefully I'll get this right, that since the start of last season hmm. to now, no player is still caught up with Mitrovic's amount of headers on target in the Premier League. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> mad. He's still about six or seven ahead or he's something. He's such a weapon, honestly. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's joint top scorer in the, in the championship with Ollie Watkins with 20 goals. I mean, 20 goals already. It's a decent return. He's, I, I just Mitro is quite clearly very happy at Fulham, yeah. as anyone would be. The highlights mm. of that game looked like a load of old shit. It and then, did, and yeah. then Mitro popped up, back to goal, turned bottom corner, and he, and he made the difference. There you yeah. go, you see. And that's the thing. Yeah. He, he's such an asset to Fulham. But I just, I, I would, I don't want to talk him out because I love watching him at the cottage, but a Premier League side, even if it is a sort of a Burnley or a Palace, yeah. West Ham, any other team that playing Claret and Red, quite frankly, Jim. I am surprised that he didn't get a move. But maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't want one. Yeah. He's so happy there. He'll be on decent money. Yeah. The team, you know, he knows he's, he is, good he is the main man. Yeah, good, yeah, so, so <clears throat> Fulham are, ne- are never going to... He's in London as well. He's in London, mm. which presumably he likes. It's not going to deter his uh, um, his international side from from picking him, clearly, because he plays a lot for Serbia mm. and scores for them. Maybe uh, whenever I've been to the cottage, which is only a few times, mm. you, you do go there and go, oh, this is lovely. Yeah. Oh, this feels oh, like yeah. a... It's not as nice at the brain, moment because that stand... That stand's missing, oh, But yeah. when that stand is fixed... Yeah. 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 Even without the stand, it's quite enjoyably weird. But uh, it's not the same as when you go into the Bernabeu or the New Camp. Or admittedly, well, I don't think Real Madrid is... or Barcelona are chasing him. No, <laughs> yeah, I was but, it, say. but it is like you, it is a lovely feeling, and maybe that mm. just gets in his head. 
Maybe that's the calm that he needs. Well, quite possibly, because he is uh, a bit of a raggy bastard. Yeah, it's like a little, say. you know, a little weekend retreat where you hire, mm. hire a cottage with some cherished friends. Indeed, and it mean, feels like that every game. Well, Pete said he was the new Alan Shearer, but he's quite clearly the new Brian McBride. He did say that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> odd fella. <laughs> So yeah. there are still 15 games to go in the championship. So oh, yeah. Leeds have got plenty of time to uh, to turn that around. And anyone in the division could win it. <laughs> They've got to go again, Leeds. They have to. Yeah. They have to. Oh, I mean, man. this game tomorrow night at Brentford is huge for them. Yeah. Absolutely huge. Because did they not have a really difficult game against Brentford last season, towards the end of the season, where it finally went for them? I know the one they, you mean. They couldn't get near them. Was that Brentford, was it? I think it was. Okay. I think it was at Griffin Park as well, I okay. think. Um, Brentford fans or Leeds fans will get in touch and, and call me a uh, nonce probably online if, I, if I'm yeah. wrong because that's how it works that's quite severe uh, that's how it works no, mate mm. or a bold fraud probably <laughs> I'd rather that than the first one yeah same yeah, uh, yeah. Brentford are having a great season I'll tell you what I, dro- I drove past the Brentford's new ground and I was th- yeah. and I was like what bloody hell is that yeah, I was nice. like flipping heck yeah, it's get good, a load it? of that because this is their last season in their current ground correct yeah. Correct. They're going places. They are. West London, a hotbed of footballing talent. And it's no coincidence that I live in West London as well. It is a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think has happened? I don't know. Jim. I think, Jim, it's a dictionary definition of <laughs> yeah. coincidence, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm just intrigued as to how Marcus thinks it isn't. Yeah. No, because I just, I just I get pulled where the, the, yeah, the I'm thinking maybe yeah, some of your magic has washed Jim. off of you into the sh- in the shower, gone into the water system, and affected the local football. Jim, do you not remember Marcus famously living in the Ban Lose of Paris before World <laughs> Cup 2018? Do you not remember that? I think we all remember that. Yeah, yeah. down and out in Paris. That's what yeah. they called it. And famously, he was born. Uh, were you born in '82? I was born in '82. Italy. He's obviously born in '82. Italy in Paolo Rossi's be, uh, hometown. Yeah. Must have been. Yeah. Is that My why birth- you're such a hairy boy? It could be. My birth certificate's clearly uh, wrong, but there we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, who knows? Um, let's go on then. Let's go down to League One. Because who's making all the noise, ladies and gentlemen? That's that right. guy with the bell. It's those Pompey boys. He's always making noise whether they're playing well or not. Mm. Portsmouth beat Tranmere 2-0 away. Their fifth straight win in the league. And they are on the march back to the championship. They're six points off the top with two games in hand. They did especially well to uh, win that game in a sort of peat bog. Oh my but goodness. The pitch was awful, What is it? that... It's absolutely f- ridiculous, the yeah. pitch at Tranmere. When you're trying to play the kind of football that Portsmouth are trying to play as Indeed. well. Indeed. <laughs> well, no wonder Watford couldn't win there. Yeah. Mm. You have to bring your own carpet, like, over the top. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. They're going to knock Arsenal out the cup. Can Not you that... take a um, time code of that, Luke? Yeah. What for? For Marcus's smug voice. Yeah, we've, we've done, I've got a load yeah. of them. Cause oh, good, yeah. Listen, if you're going to talk smug on Thursday... <laughs> On Friday's preview show, you were the, you were le- spell the levels of smart, yeah, really. Yeah. So you can you can both have it, one way or another. You can both have it. Oi, we're going right. to have it. All right, yeah. I'm, all right, I'm going to try and channel Marcus. All right, all right, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> yeah, there we go. But Portsmouth have won nine games in a row. It's the first time they've done that since they joined the football league. It's the club Come on, record. Wow. Come on, uh, see Jim. And, um, but I tell you what, it is a testament to is how how good it's been at the top of League One because about halfway through that run, Portsmouth were still six points off the top mm. with two games in hand. And it's still the case. Yes. I mean, mm. with the exception of uh, Wickham, we've lost one. None of the top five have lost any of their last three games. So it's, 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 teams are gunning for it up there. But I think what you need, if we're going to put this towards this FA Cup game against Arsenal, which mm. I think we should, yeah. what we need is a few boxes tick. We need the lower league team being in good form. Yep. We've got that. Yep. We need mm. the lower league team being at home. Yeah. We've got that. Yeah. We need them to generate a brilliant atmosphere, which they'll be able to do down there because it's yeah, always yeah, pumping yeah. down there. 
hopefully it'll be moved to an evening kickoff because oh, you want yeah. it to be under the floodlights. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you is, want... there, is there any chance of that happening? I haven't I haven't checked actually. I'll I'll, I'll have a look. Um and then also you want the Premier League team to be a little bit flaky. Oh yeah. <laughs> would you say we've got that? Uh I, I would say we've had that for maybe fifteen years. <laughs> So yeah, that that one certainly well, was, uh, it was all that ingredients not the case. Maybe Pompey's form not so much. I can't remember, but was that not all the case when Southampton came to town? That's in the league cup, though, wasn't it? Mm, I want Robert Perez in doing, let's say, call it penalty box training, mm. antics training mm, for this one. Yeah, I bet you bloody do, Jim. At the I moment, Jim, it's listed as being on the second of March, right? Which um, my calendar, mm. if you bear with me a moment, tells me is a. Here we go. Oh, it's a it's a Monday. Oh, oh, so, so we're, we're going to have a pre-match. It's Monday an night. Press conference Come on, between the two of us. So Monday night at the fortress. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. we do a press conference each. Yeah, <laughs> Monday night on the island. Yeah, yeah. Jim, is it, can you? Th- I mean, if you if you look at the FA Cup draw, that's not a draw. I mean, joking aside, that's not a game Arsenal would have wanted, though, right? Um, I think you. I think they'd prefer that to yeah, a Premier League. Prefer, realistically, you would. You'd prefer it to be at home, obviously, but you would prefer it to a um, Premier League team, exactly as Marcus says. Would you? You'd rather be. You are going to Fratton Park than play at home to a Premier League team. Yes. <sighs> or what about away at a Premier League team? Would you rather? Would you rather play Spurs away? No. God would you rather no. play Chelsea away? <laughs> no. Liverpool away? No. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> would you rather play? Would you rather play Sheffield United away? Uh. Yes. Mm. All right. Fair well, enough. What do you think of Portsmouth Football Club? Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I, 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 I don't watch them very often. It's very difficult to do that, obviously. Um, it's a dig. It, yeah. yeah, it's very much a dig. Yeah. It's an active dig. Clip the shit um, out of that. Yeah. <laughs> people, like, that's, a, that's a bigger dig than people do at that pitch on, yeah. on Saturday. Well, indeed. Uh, to be honest, the only, uh, you know, I would be delighted with a straw where they're not the um, horrible potential future of Luke Moore having one over on me till yeah. the next time Arsenal play which le- realistically could be years Jim Jim, Jim being happy with the draw is going up on the dressing room yeah. in, the, in the port right. tra- <laughs> on the wall you heard what Campbell's been saying yeah. about yeah. and they'll go who? Yeah. And get on with it. See, I'll do, I'll do what I always do, which is get really excited about it until I see the until I see Arsenal playing with like Lacazette, Aubameyang, yeah. yeah. all these brilliant players and then go, oh yeah, God, we probably haven't got much of a chance. Yeah, of Lacazette he's... might start because he he needs a goal. Yeah. Well, it is the sole Campbell derby, of course. Yeah, it is. Um, there, but can we have an update from the uh, Willie Coptering Newcastle fan? Well, I, unfortunately, I don't really think we can because a lot of the stuff that came out um, about him being banned for life was, as Donald, Donald Trump would say... Fake news. It's fake news. Yeah, and so um, I, I think Newcastle are, are trying to find him. Police are investigating the incident. <laughs> um, and, um, can you but, imagine the police line up for that? Right, uh, can you all just... Drop your trails. <laughs> and then just copter it. Just copter it. Yeah. But a lot of this has been propagated it's by... number four. If it's number four. <laughs> a lot of them have been propagated by Alan St. Maximan. Who, really? He who keeps... He was the one who oh, spread yeah. all the fake news. Yeah. But in, in the lineup, if they went... If, 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 the, if the observers went... Nah, it's not number three. That's too big. Oh, that's out of order. It's yeah. that one. Yeah. It's that guy. <laughs> it was cold. Flush him out. Yes. Yeah. That's how you do it. So we don't know what's happening with him. Fingers crossed. I mean, what Pete has predicted. Cops um, crossed. <laughs> yeah, but what Pete's predicted that all the West, all the Newcastle fans doing that has already been yeah. commented upon by West Brom, who've said, don't do that um, wow. in, in the FA Cup, next FA I wonder, Cup game. So we'll see. I wonder what response that will uh, draw from them. Actually, Just imagine, makes you want to do it more. Imagine a whole section of fans. Doing that, it's really it'd be really something to behold. Imagine, I think it could. Imagine, would there be sort of a sort of noise if what, they would, got, would it, it, would the it be a sound? Would take off, yeah. <laughs> or presumably it would sort of fly backwards. 
unless they're all laying down. Well, it depends on the angle. Yeah. You angle it to the to the floor. Could they drag the ball in with the <laughs> to the net? If they could, what a weapon. It would influence fans throughout the world. You could argue. God, I'll tell you what. Perhaps it's best not to argue. We have hit rock bottom Indeed, here. Indeed, yeah. Um, I, the thing that caught my eye over the weekend, which I really enjoyed, was you seen that Carlos Carvajal, he's now manager of Rio Ave. Yes. Um, in, in Portugal. And they won 4-0 away Easy. at the weekend. And as Carlos Carvajal walked off, mm. he spotted a handful of Sheffield Wednesday fans. Did he? In their Sheffield Wednesday kit. That's he went nice. over and like shook their hands and gave Aww. them like a big hug and took photos But when stuff. you interviewed him, he said that... They he... love him there, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love him. So uh, oh. I just thought it was a really nice touch. He's a lovely, lovely man as well. Yeah. When I interviewed him on Ramble Meets, you go back across, and He came across very well. Lovely mm. fella. Really mm. nice guy. Yeah. My... my um, Unexpected highlight of the weekend. We just see that Kaka played played a game of six aside in in Hoxton, Beautiful. very near where I live. It yeah. was an Adi- it should was, have gone down there. It was an Adidas thing. I think it was. It was, yeah. it was like a PR thing. Yeah, but he. Uh, there's a video doing the rounds where um, there's a guy going, Kaka, Kaka, cut it back. And then he just smashes one into top the top corner. corner. It's like, yeah, he's not going to cut it back for you, mate. But also, he a got guy as well, a, didn't he? by a 37-year-old guy who had come from a night shift and hadn't been to bed and had no idea that Kaka was playing. <laughs> nice quality. Brilliant. You see? Love that. It happens. Yeah, and it, as, as well, to be fair to the guy, because that sounds like quite a flash thing, doesn't it? It's almost, yeah, it it was almost incidental that he yeah, nutmegged yeah, yeah. him and then Kaka laughed and they hugged and it was like, oh, this is all very wholesome. And it's beautiful. Uh, Kaka is one of those players that, because of Messi and Ronaldo and then like, the likes of Zidane as well, you can f- you could not forget about him, but you can forget about how good he was. Mm. One of my favourite players of Oh, all yeah, time. he was the last Ballon d'Or winner before they started their dominance, yeah. wasn't he? And he, we talk about this a lot, that glide oh, that the great players have. A gliding You can beauty. see he's still got that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, he'll be gliding all the way to his grave. And, and <laughs> sorry. What's happening there, Mark? In, oh, my God. <laughs> Goth Marcus. Yeah, Alan Partridge. Can we hear more from Goth Marcus Why from now on, please? He, he'll be able to glide all his life. To bring, to yeah, bring until this. Until he dies. <laughs> glide into the grave. <laughs> There he goes. No, get off, Kaka. All right, fair enough. But to link this back full circle, a player they said that was the new Kaka, Lucas Pearson, right? Oh, yeah. He still, he's at, he plays for Rio Ave. Yeah. He's still on loan from Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, from isn't isn't Marco Van Ginkel still technically a Chelsea? I don't know. I'll have to check. But, well, but we're all Chelsea, Pier- Chelsea loanees. Pearson signed for Chelsea in 2012 yeah. and is still on loan yeah. from there. Yeah. Mad. Anyway. There we are, That's ladies it. and gentlemen. Yeah. It's an absolute pleasure to have you following us for another Football Ramble. Do check out Jules and Andy tomorrow, uh, and we'll see you on Friday for the preview show. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. See you then. This was a Stakhanov production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.